welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to dominate your career, then you are in the right place. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker. And Monica Marquez, ex-Googler, diversity expert, and senior corporate leader. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Welcome to the Beyond Barriers Habits and Hacks show. Have you ever really wanted to do something really bad, but that little voice in your head reminds you that you're just too old, or maybe you're just too young, or the worst one, maybe you're not good enough? Well, in today's show, we're going to talk about that annoying little voice that limits your success and how to get rid of these self-limiting beliefs once and for all. So Nikki, self-limiting beliefs are a hot topic where we know are what hold us back. So tell us a little bit more about them and why they impact us so negatively. Well, let's first start by understanding what beliefs are. Mm -hmm. So belief systems are really the foundation of the basis of how we look at the world. These are sometimes grounded in fact, and sometimes they're grounded in emotion and life experience. So um, these often tend to be ingrained in us, you know, from our childhood experiences or maybe from influential people in our lives. Mm-hmm. And we start to see them as true. So self-limiting beliefs are frankly just that. They're a type of belief that we hold about ourselves But here's the downside. They often crush our motivation and they hold us back from achieving everything we can and being all that we're capable of. Mm -hmm. Um, So an example might be, you know, remember as a kid, every time you cleaned your room or, you know, did some kind of responsible behavior, you were rewarded by hugs and adoration and affection from your parents. Or money. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Uh, But, you know, something as simple as just cleaning your room Mm -hmm. and uh, you get the hugs and kisses and all the praise about being a good kid. Now, suddenly you start to associate that when you do things, people love you. Mm. And the flip side of that is when that type of motivation becomes a habit where you suddenly start to develop a mindset that the only way to get love or affection um, or and, approval. and approval from someone is by doing things. Mm. And so you compensate by constantly doing a lot mm-hmm. or can't sit still because you feel like if you weren't serving someone or following the rules mm. that you would not be appreciated. So you can see how that kind of belief can be very harmful as you get older because you essentially took an experience at a point in time, removed the context, and then assume that to be fact that is permanent. And Mm -hmm. so part of what's really sneaky about self-limiting beliefs is that we tend to start uh, looking for evidence that supports that belief Mm -hmm. and um, eliminating any any evidence that is contrary to what we want to believe is true. So if you do something for somebody and they don't validate you or give you whatever, then it's just like, okay, you didn't do enough or you just... Right. So we, we want to reinforce that. And, uh, you know, 
uh, there's a term for it called mm-hmm. confirmation bias. In mm-hmm. fact, in your yes. line of work, yes. university, um, that plays a big role in how we show up even in the workplace. No, absolutely. I mean, I think that's confirmation bias is the, almost the basis of these, you know, overgeneralizations or stereotypes of people where you, you know, have a preconceived notion of what something is and then you look, all you see are things that confirm that belief or that stereotype or whatever that is. Right. And, and so often, you know, the prejudice that we mm-hmm. um, either express or experience tends to come from that kind of belief that we start to think is fact, right? right. So we are uh, subject to that confirmation bias where we feel like, okay, a certain gender is capable and not capable of doing this kind of work. Or if right. someone is older or too young might not be able to do that. Or if they have a certain religious or political belief, we start to associate all these things. And then we look for evidence that supports that. So, right. it's, the, so it's your unconscious bias getting validated by the confirmation bias. Exactly. And so now suddenly you, uh, you know, only see or hear everything within your echo chamber and because you're literally not willing to accept or you cannot even see or hear the other point of view. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a lot, you know, in simpler terms, it's like, you know, you hear a statement where they say, oh, red cars are the number one selling cars and, you know, are the, you know, they're the best cars. And then you're, you go down the street and all you see are red cars. Like that's all you pay attention to. Yeah. In fact, that's a really good exercise to try out the next time you're out driving. You know, just remember that statement, red cars are the most popular cars. And, you know, then come back and think about, did you notice more red cars on the street? Right. And and your brain just will filter out all the other cars that you, you know, you may see 10 red cars, but then realize later that you saw 10 white cars and 10 blue cars and 10 black cars, but all you looked at was the red cars. Yeah. And, and that's the thing with uh, the confirmation bias that starts to feed our self-limiting belief. You know, it can create this sort of uh, deep entrenched mindset mm-hmm. that can be challenging to overcome. But, you know, that's why it's um, so important to be first, uh, be highly aware of the self-limiting beliefs that you hold so that you can do something about it. Right. Well, let's talk about a self-limiting belief that is maybe more relevant or maybe some of our listeners um, are more familiar with. Like, I remember reading some research that some of the top limiting beliefs for, you know, women in the workplace in some, you know, in in some instances were, I'm too old or I'm too young. Um, And so it was more like, I'm too old to pursue a different career. I want to switch careers um, you know, but I'm too far along or whatever that may, might be. I'm just too old to do that. Um, or I'm too young to, you know, build something that's like going to be really great. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, those, uh, that particular self-limiting belief, I believe is, uh, the number one issue that holds women <laughs> yes. back, um, from pursuing their dreams. It's either thinking, well, I'm only 25. Who am I to call myself an expert and who am I to start my own company or lead a huge team or apply for this big opportunity. On the other hand, you could say, well, I'm 75. Who am I to Mm -hmm. dream all these things? And so you start to uh, negotiate against yourself Mm -hmm. and then you look for evidence that is supporting that. Um, But 
you know, what's so uh, interesting is on the flip side, if you start looking for examples that mm-hmm. are contrary to your self-limiting belief, then you will find great examples. In fact, um, just uh, in our most recent podcast episode, um, I had uh, the absolute honor of interviewing Dinah Lynn, who is just such a fascinating example yes. of someone whose life story completely bust that myth that I'm too old to switch careers. I'm too old to fulfill a long held dream of mine. So Dinah, um, who uh, is an immigrant who came to the United States um, as a young kid, she uh, got married and focused on, you know, taking care of family, did not start her first corporate job until her mid thirties. I mean, imagine your yeah. very first job in your mm-hmm. mid-30s. And, um, but then, you know, with her drive and her ambition, uh, she achieved massive successes, got to the top in her mm-hmm. 40s. And at that point, was very, uh, um, uh, you know, keen on getting into uh, public policy and, and working with the federal government mm-hmm. and moving to D.C. So here she was in a corporate career, decides to switch switch lanes mm-hmm. completely. I mean, she had no connections, no contacts, no background, no experience whatsoever, started her career really late, and then decides 10 years later to do a complete switch of mm-hmm. location, industry, right. experience, and all of that. Got into it, uh, w- you know, work with President H.W. Uh, Bush's administration, mm-hmm. And then had a fulfilling career in that, and then decides to move to China to learn Mandarin in her mid fifties. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And you know, did that as moving overseas, learning mm-hmm. a brand new language right. know, in your mid fifties. It's very uncommon. Um, and then wanted to fulfill another dream of writing a book, which she did in her mid seventies. And that book became a bestseller. Now her dream is to do a TED Talk. And uh, wow. you know, at 78, she's still dreaming big. She's still daring uh, to pursue those dreams. And she truly believes that it's never too late. And I think her story is a perfect illustration that it's really got nothing to do with missing the boat mm-hmm. or how Being old you old. are. Absolutely. Because it, it absolutely destroys that myth where you know, most women mid-career in their 30s or 40s think like, oh, I've already invested too much. How can I switch lanes or how can I start over somewhere? And Dinah's just blown that out of the water that you absolutely can do whatever you want to do. So she basically disregarded all the confirmation beliefs, right? That nobody's been, nobody's doing this. And I think one of the things that we don't recognize when we use that term, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to start over. What we forget is, you're not really, really starting over. Mm-hmm. You are taking a certain tool set, a certain mm-hmm. confidence level, a certain experience and perspective and uh, judgment you know, that you have developed yeah, you know, you- through your past experiences. You're, so it's not the sum total of everything that is brand new. Not 100% of right. anything you do is going to be brand new. Maybe there's a 20%. But if you start having that self-limiting belief that I'm too old to switch, I'm too old to try this new thing, you start to believe it's 100% change, yeah, not actually just, just 20% all of those change. Things, those confirmation. Yeah, absolutely. And then same goes for the young women who like you know are so ambitious and want to do things and then they you know, start believing those social norms or those beliefs that, you know, 
They Especially in terms of wanting to claim your expertise to think, well, right. I'm too young to claim expertise in anything. And, uh, and yet again, I mean, the, you know, Jasmine Manke, who's someone I interviewed just recently, is another example on the flip side of Dinah. Uh-huh. Uh, Jad- Jasmine is 25 years old, uh, runs a, you know, founded and grew a multi-million dollar global business and uh, essentially started her career after a master's degree in a corporate hedge fund mm-hmm. uh, in London, was doing very well, but realized she was not fulfilled. And instead of continuing down that traditional path of what she was trained for, what mm-hmm. she thought she would be doing and saying, you know what, um, I'm not going to hesitate to pursue my dream of uh, coaching and consulting mm-hmm. and helping people grow their own online businesses. And so decided to give it all up, start from scratch. Mm-hmm. And not let her self-learning belief that she was too young, too inexperienced, or uh, not going to be taken seriously. She did not let that hold her back. Mm-hmm. She dived right in and um, in a short couple of years was able to establish a global business that has uh, a huge following worldwide. And so Jasmine example is also another one that you're never mm-hmm. too young. Right, you know? exactly. So if you think I can't, claim this expertise or I won't be taken seriously because I'm too young, we'll think again. Mm-hmm. Look for evidence to the contrary because there are examples of that and that is what you can be as well. Absolutely. So how do we, let's, let's, let's share with our audience maybe a strategy on how you basically hack these self-limiting beliefs and retrain your brain, I guess. Yeah. So let's put this into practice. So let's pick one of your self-limiting beliefs And uh, I suggest you pick something that is really holding you back. You know, the one that you know you have to deal with Mm -hmm. um, and it's just really preventing you from being all that you can be. So write down that self-limiting belief, write it down in exactly how you would describe it. And then write down all the evidence that supports that belief of yours. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe pick a time period, let's say the next seven days, you're Uh going to write down everything that supports that negative, that self-limiting belief of yours, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm too old to switch careers or, um, and these are all the reasons why, like, you know, um, I've spent too much time here. I don't know enough about that, that, you know, industry or wherever I'm wanting to switch. So basically just cataloging everything that's saying, see, I told you so. Yes. Or the average age of everyone in my company is 26 and I'm twice the average age or, you know, young people are more tech savvy and I'm not, or, you know, very few businesses get investment from people over the ages of 40. Mm -hmm. You start to identify all the evidence that is supporting Mm -hmm. this self-belief for the next seven days. That's what you're going to do. Okay. And then the key to it though is the other half, right? Right. So now that you've gotten this evidence, Mm -hmm. now what you're going to do is for the next 30 days, Mm -hmm. you're going to do the exact opposite, which is you will intentionally find evidence to support your new belief. So your new belief, you know, your old belief was I'm too old to pursue my dreams. Your new belief is it's, I'm never too old to pursue my dream. So now start to look for evidence that supports that. So find people or -hmm. examples that absolutely bust the myth of being too old or being too young, whatever that might be for you. Right. So So someone could just listen to Dinah Lynn's episode and hear all of the amazing things that she did at 40, 50, 70, 
now 80 and say, okay, that's some confirmation, um, you know, some confirmation or evidence that it can be done. You're never too old to pursue right. your dreams. And so if you're thinking of switching careers or you're thinking, my gosh, I'm 43 years old and I want to launch my first business, mm -hmm. can I really do it? Because everywhere I look around, it's 24-year-old bros that are <laughs> launching tech <laughs> right. companies. Who am I to do this? Or, you know, I don't see people that look like me or sound like me that are starting companies. Can I really do that? So those are all self-limiting beliefs. So for the next 30 days, you're going to look for example that supports your new belief that mm -hmm. yes, you can, and you're going to find evidence of that. Now, that's going to be really hard at first, right? Because you're going to be fighting against or potentially years of just habitual information that has been ingrained into your belief system. So, you know, it doesn't mean that the new evidence or that evidence isn't out there. You're just not looking for it. But because now you're training your brain or tricking your brain to look for that new evidence, you'll start, it'll start getting easier with time, right? It's just like the red car, blue car example. Right. You're essentially giving your brain a cue to look for the red car. Mm -hmm. So not only are you seeing more red cars, but your brain is filtering out all the blue cars that may be passing by, but you're ignoring them now. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is conditioning your mind to focus on the positive reinforcement that you need to mm -hmm. have a, an empowering belief that will lead you to action and filter out the evidence that is reinforcing a negative belief that is holding you back. So you're retraining your brain for the positive evidence. Exactly. Awesome. And then, so I guess the best thing to do then is then you train, you remind yourself, let's do this. The easiest thing is do it five minutes before you go to bed, right? Think of a new positive reinforcing piece of evidence for your new belief and write it down. And then in the morning when you wake up, that's the first thing you read as well. And you start ingraining that into your brain, that new piece of evidence of your new empowering belief. So that's your homework, everyone. Pick one limiting belief and take the strategy that we shared with you today and take action today. So tonight you are going to write down that limiting belief and all of that evidence that helps you believe and say it is so and then beginning tomorrow, you're going to start flipping that and writing down all that positive evidence. And make sure you share it with us on social media. Tag us so that we can highlight your story. And then if you'd like, visit us at imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources in this episode. Thanks for listening. There are thousands of podcasts out there and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode. And be sure to take the quiz on the website. Your score will tell you where you are, what helps you gain momentum, and what holds you back. You'll also get a free guide with cutting-edge career strategies. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your comments and topic suggestions on IamBeyondBarriers.com and we'll be sure to address them in future episodes. If you enjoyed our show today, please subscribe and rate the podcast or just tell a friend about it. See you next episode. Thank you.